Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Osiris. This is Leslie Mack, producer and co-host of Goose Chicks Podcast. I wanted to come on and just say uh, what you're about to hear is the recording from our very first in-person live taping in Louisville, Kentucky that was held on June 23rd in the afternoon before Goose's second night run in Louisville. We are so, so, so thankful to everyone at Country Boy Brewing who hosted us at their tap room at the Omni in Louisville. Um, make sure you go and check them out if you're in the city. We wanted to give a specific shout out to Mason and Pete and Sean, who really helped put all of this together. And a special thanks to Tavis and the houseplant crew uh, in Louisville who made the connection for us. So uh, without further ado, here's our first ever live show recording. Enjoy and we'll see you soon. Mason and Pete. Uh, thanks so much for being so gracious to us. Uh, if you don't know who we are, Goose Chicks Podcast is an all-women-led podcast focused on the band Goose and the amazing community that supports them, as well as the general music scene. And uh, if you're here, grab some beers. They've got flatbread, subs, wings. They also have their signature Cougar Bait Blonde Ale, which sounded very interesting to me. And they also have some cool ciders, including a raspberry lemon cider, if that's your thing. On today's show, we're going to be doing a recap of last night's blistering night one uh, goose show here in Louisville. We're also going to talk with an artist that is um, at Wisteria Lane, which is happening today from 2 to 8 p.m. And we have a special guest to recap the show with us, but we'll introduce him in just a few minutes. 
And we'll also get a little bit into resonance, which is coming up very soon. But first, let me allow my cohort to introduce themselves. I'll start with you, Hannah. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. My name's Hannah. Um, I am a professor at Coastal Carolina University in South Carolina. And um, I also, I'm originally from Ohio, so I love a good show, Ohio. And I bring that up because um, I have roots in Appalachia, and I am drinking the Hillbilly Lager in honor of my ancestors. So um, check that out if you like a good lager. Hey, hey y'all, I am Alexius. I am from Mountain, North Carolina, which is actually Mayberry. And um, it's the real Mayberry when you Andy heard the show. So I absolutely love Goose, and I am so excited to be here with y'all all today and so excited to talk about last night's show. Wait, also you're a prolific photographer. <laughs> well, I don't bring that up, but yes, I am a band photographer, and I love shooting bands. I love music, so this is absolutely a dream come true for me. Awesome. Well, I'm Lizzie Mack. I hail from Brooklyn, New York. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm the producer of the show. And these lovely ladies uh, agreed to jump into the fray with me when I said, hey, we should do a podcast about Goose. And they said, yes. So here we are. We're really excited. Um, so summer tour is here, y'all. Uh, how, how are you feeling about things, Hannah? I am just so excited that I get to go to shows. And I think the show I'm most excited for is who's Columbus, that's my hometown show, uh, and then Residence, I've actually been trying to go to uh, Nelson Ledges for over a decade now, and every time, either it's got, the show's gotten, or the, the festival's gotten canceled, or I couldn't make it because of work, so this is just a dream come true, because it's a goose festival at one of the most epic venues ever, so, yes, yeah, yeah, you just, oh. I am super excited about the summer tour. It just popped in on us. I didn't realize that it was coming up so quickly, so I'm shocked that it's here. And I am super excited that it started, and here we are. Yeah, I'm really excited about quite a few things. I'm excited about Residence. I'm excited about SPAC, which is going to be really exciting. And, yeah, Columbus is going to be raging, so I'm pretty excited about that. But most importantly, the Asbury Park shows include my birthday. I'm um, turning 47, and it's going to be my 47th show. So it's like kismet out here. I didn't plan it that way, but that's how it's going. So I'm really excited about that. All right. We're going to bring up our first guest for the show. A David Tracer, stage name Dr. Zayas, is an anthropologist, photographer, and music historian as a professional anthropologist. He's published over 50 articles and a book, mostly on international maternal and child health. His concert photography work under the name Tracer Rock Photography, TRP, has appeared in print newspapers throughout the country and online publication, Live for Live Music, Live for Live Music, um, and Relics Magazine, both online and in print, and also many books, including most recently the 50th anniversary edition of Country Music USA. Uh, David's most proud claim to fame related to Goose Dick's podcast is that he grew up seven blocks away from where I grew up, <laughs> which we discovered in line at Beaver Creek seeing a Ray Below. We literally just happened to be standing next to each other and discovered quite quickly that we are from the same 
exact area. We were like counting, counting streets, and it was literally seven blocks away. We're so excited to have you here, David. How are you doing? And how was your show last night? I'm doing great, Leslie. You know, it's the view. It's nice closer, to be here. Alexia's Hannah. Um, show was great last night. Um, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm pretty excited. We're so glad to have you here. I knew immediately, I was like, I hope David's in Louisville because I want to have him on to talk about the show. So I know you probably are used to a lot of recap shows that go like song by song and think, we don't we do not do that here at Goose Chicks Podcast. We have a pretty standard set of questions we ask. There's just four of them. And we do round robin style. And so the first question we always ask is, where were you in the house last night? Where were you seated, uh, David? Yeah, so... It was an interesting setup last night yeah. because they have rows and then they have a pit in front of the stage, yeah. which I'm saying it normally would be open for photographers and other people, but they actually have three rows of seats down in the pit, and I was in row B. Nice. And, uh, Center row B, if I remember, right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of midway between Rick and Peter. Okay, okay. Excellent. Hannah, how about you? Well, I was, I ended up in the orchestra um, right where the balcony cutoff is, like, above you. Um, and I was similarly positioned, like, sort of in the middle, but a little more Peter side. And I got to say, something interesting happened where I was. There was tapers, y'all. There was tapers. And, and, and there was, like, one row between me and the tapers. And those kids, they were, and I say kids, they're probably in their 20s, but... They um, they were asking the tapers questions, and I wanted to, but then like it just didn't happen. So I'm kind of putting a call out, like I want to know more about these tapers and who they are, and yeah. you know what, what? How do we go about? Like how would you go about that? Not that I would do it, but anyway, it was cool. So last night in the house, thankfully I'm a photographer, so I was able to be all over, and it was, it's always really really cool to experience. So I was able to be in the front, except for the pit. I was like right behind the pit because it was a different setup, and um, I was able to be in the very back, blood, you know, uh, the very 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 back last row. So it was a really interesting night and a lot of fun. So I was able to jam out with all my friends, go everywhere except for y'all in the pit, and. Um, but I was right behind the pit, so I had a lot of fun. Uh, it's great. Awesome. I, we were last night pit row three, so just behind where David was. But a little known fact about the pit here at the palace, you're in the pit and there's space on the rail. They let you just go up there. So you know me, I posted right up peace side, right on the rail the whole night and raged as hard as I could because I won't be in the pit tonight. But it was very exciting. I do have to just have a special mention of this amazing venue. I mean, I, I was astonished at how beautiful it was, how ornate. Um, the staff was so friendly and wonderful to all of us. So shout out to the Louisville Palace because um, I couldn't think of a better place to see Goose. It was awesome. Oh, right. Uh, we don't need to mention that on the show. Though. Thank you. Go ahead, David. Yeah, no, it's, I, I actually looked it up, and the architect who built it built a string of theaters across the United States in the 1920s, oh. and his goal was sort of to make it the courtyard of a palace, and to make it look like you were outdoors under the stars, and 
I think he achieved it. Yeah, I was going to say, mission accomplished. They had like a little grotto section on the side, and, and it felt like the indoor, the outdoor being inside, even like birds in flight, like looking. Yeah, it was right. really cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see it more tonight. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. All right, question two. Oh, no. Question two. <laughs> what was your jam of the night, David? What was your jam of the night? Okay, it's hard for me to pick one. So I'm going to give you my jam of the night for first set, my jam of the night for second Fair, set. very fair. We're into it. Let's all do that. I love it. Honorable mention. Okay, okay. We got three. I love it. Which is to say I'm completely indecisive. Um, so, first set, um, Born. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Born went places. It was, it was really nice opening with Mr. Action and Yeti, um, and those, you know, Rick and Peter both took amazing solos on, but Born was the first song in the first set that I think completely stretched out and went places, and, you know, the crowd... Giving the goose cheer at the end, it was it was amazing. And born lately, you know, it's it's kind of oscillated between the slow OG born and the fast born. I call that reborn, by the way. Reborn, yeah. yeah. So this one was the classic born. Classic born is awesome. And then I guess for second set, I, I guess I have to pick Arrow. Yeah. Because you know, because Arrow. I don't know where it went. It went to like incredible different places. It was really psychedelic at points. It was really funky at points. And um, yeah, that that was amazing. So um, I loved Born. I loved Arrow. Here's my honorable mention. Okay, what's your honorable mention? So my honorable mention is a song that I love that they normally do, I think, in the first set yeah. more often and that's everything must go yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I felt like they put it late in the second set and they really opened it up you know not to the extent of Arrow or Born but in ways that I think were um, you know novel compared to other versions of the song that I've heard so I love the way that song is growing and that song really spoke to me as well. I love that, yeah. I don't think we've seen a Everything Must Go Into Animal before, this show, so just a note of that. Yeah. Uh, Lex, uh, what was your jam of the night? So my jam of the night was um, Feel It Now. I absolutely love that. And The Fifth, you know, I those were my two favorite songs. I absolutely love them. And since David covered the other ones, I think everyone will cover them, but Feel It Now is like one of my favorite songs right now, and it's just so jammy, so I was super pumped to have that. I actually put my camera down, and I was like, nah, I'm jamming this song, and we were Dylan and Blair, and I like went up as close as I could get, and I was just like jamming it, so it was really awesome, and they took, they're doing a lot better with that jam, and it's just growing. That's the thing that I love about Goose, is that, you know, they come out with a song, and then it starts, and then it just grows, and grows, and grows, and it's just so amazing the way that they make every concert better, every song better. It's just like, how can it get better and better? But it does, somehow. It's true, you know my mantra, the best goose show is the next goose show. Um, 
Hannah, jam of the night for you. Well, I think too, like I was, I was texting my best friend because he was couch touring, and I was saying like one of the things I appreciate when you see a new song when they start to go back and forth between Goose and Oregano, then they just like that like builds and and how they play the song, and so I really like that pivoting back and forth of that. Um, David stole my answers. So, I don't want to... Oh, great, great minds, yes, great yes, minds. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and we would never cheat, we're professors. Um, so, um, what I want to talk about is the Rockdale, because, you know, that's like, to me, when Rockdale comes on, I feel even more so like I'm just like 25 again, going to my college bar to go see some hippie jam band music, and I know I'm... Oh, and I know everyone in the room, and like we're just gonna go down and groove. And so I haven't had a rock down in a while. They've been going into new music and writing new songs, and it just—it was that moment of like I'm just chilling, grooving with my friends, you know. And it felt so much smaller than it actually was. So for me, yeah, rock down. Nice. I I'm gonna borrow one of David's uh, callouts, his honorable mention. Jam for me was definitely everything must go. I don't think I've heard them take it quite as far as they did last night, and it was really amazing. It happens to be my husband and my goose song. If we had a goose song, it's our song. And so, yeah, it was really beautiful to see where they took it, how deep the jam went, and I hadn't heard them take it into those places. So it was really exciting. I mean, th this band just keeps getting better and better. So. We're so lucky. Shout out to the boys. All right. Question three. When were you most moved during the set, David? When was I most moved? Um, I think, all right, I'm going to choose that moment in lockdown to you know, kind of go over what Hannah just said. but. When I go, when I leave home, so I'm from Colorado and I flew out here. So I'm from Colorado, I flew out here. And whenever in Rockville, there's that uh, walk the door, feed the hounds, at least a day or two. You know, and I have two hounds at home. And I always feel like when I go on tour, there's like in the back of my mind is, okay, I'm locking the door, I'm feeding the hounds, and I'm, when I'm going on a multi-show run, it's like, be at least a day or two. And so when they sing that song, and I'm away from home, I always get like the spine shiver that goes down, and I definitely felt that last night. Love it, love it. Lex, how about you? So last, so last night, um, I think the time that I was the most moved was uh, in uh, my favorite song. Uh, what did I just say? Feel it, feel it now. So I went, sorry, but I went down and I was in the very front and I was so excited. I was beside Dylan and Blair and we were just jamming. And then this girl to my right, it was her first show and she like she was. Priscilla, she was sold 100%. She was so awesome, and we had so much fun. Just me, yeah. Dylan, and Priscilla. We were just having so much fun jamming out there, and it was just a really special moment to just to be, I don't know, it was just a really special moment to me. It gives me goosebumps just talking yeah. about it. She really has goosebumps for those who only hear this via audio. It's not a lie. I'm looking at them. Hannah, you? 
Most moved. So my most moved moment actually was right as the show was starting. Um, I was a free agent tonight. I showed up in Louisville by myself and Miracle my extra ticket to someone that's a friend of a friend that I don't know very well. And I have different pockets of friends. So I'm sitting there in the balcony and I get a text from my buddy Nick. He's like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, he knows what I'm doing tonight. I'm like, I'm Louisville. Like, you know that. And he's like, yeah, where? He had driven uh, down from Cincinnati with our other friend and I didn't know and so like literally I just go down there and like my homies were there and I was just like oh my god I get to enjoy this music with someone who's like a huge fish head who like sees food sometimes and so like it was just like this magic moment of like I love this human he's one of the best people I know and he just like showed up to go to this food show and so I ended up hanging out with them the whole night and it was just nice because then I had someone to like you know he doesn't, like, he, he, he's a goose head, or he's a uh, fish head, so I would be like, Rick wrote this song when he was a teenager. I think this song's really sexy, most people don't agree. And just like, and if you know me, you know what song I'm talking about. But just like little tidbits like that, or these songs are kind of new. You know, and I just had someone that I could like really, really just like go up a notch in my enjoyment of this show because they came at the last minute. So that made the whole night like all these up, like little special moments throughout because of them. So shout out to Nick, AKA Trash Daddy, love him. Shout out to you, Nick. Well, I actually didn't take your hinting because my uh, most moved moment of the night was the Bob Don, actually. I want to just love Bob Don, generally speaking. And last night, I don't know if it was my state of mind or what, but the sentiment of that song just always puts me in a different headspace. And whatever was rumbling around in there just gets like pushed to the side. Uh, shout out to you, Rick, for writing that amazing song. So that was when I was most moved. It was really beautiful. It always is. Um, and it was interesting last night. They played with tempo a lot. That was the slowest animal I think I had heard before. And it was interesting to hear them playing around still with tempo. Um, and Bob Don's one that they play with the tempo all the time. You never know what you're going to get. But it was beautiful last night, and I absolutely loved it. All right, our final question with David with us. Was there a special moment or experience that you had last night at the show? I mean, I think I had at least a couple of them. One of them was simply that um, some people right in front of me, I started talking to them as we do, you know, people we don't know at shows, and turned out they were from Colorado, where I was from, and then they happened to work with one of my best friends in Colorado, and I never met them before, and here we are in Louisville, Kentucky, and I met them, and it, so that was amazing, and we're going to, we traded info, we're going to keep in touch, so yet another connection made through the band, so that was, you know, definitely a special moment. The other special moment was that there was um, a family in the first row right in front of me with a child named Mason, who's been to a bunch of shows, and he had brought the Luigi Beanie Baby or doll that you know that Peter has up on his keyboards and just at the end of the show Peter who's you know we all know those of us who've met him he's such a warm genuine beautiful person just took it upon himself to come up and sign the Luigi for the for the for Mason and give him the set list as well and told him how 
told Peter told him how special it was to watch him up there. So, you know, they, they often tell you don't meet your idols because you might not like what you get. But every person that I've met in this band, even briefly, just turns out to be this warm, genuinely beautiful person. And so to see that again last night didn't involve me at all. It involved me watching an interaction between other people. And it, it was beautiful. So my special moment of the night, like you, David, was watching all these kids. I mean, there were so many kids there last night and all these awesome moms and parents and just watching these kids get down and absolutely love it and just going around. There were so many kids there last night and they were loving it. I think the parents were more tired than the kids were, <laughs> honestly. And it was really awesome. I got a lot of pictures of the kids all around and dancing. I mean, so many kids were everywhere. And, you know, I have kids. So to me, that was just really special that these parents were making an effort to bring this experience into their life because everything makes the children, you know. So it was a beautiful moment to watch all those kids around. And I think of my kids at home and stuff also. We're all going to SPAC. So, so it was really exciting to see all the kids there last night and the new generation growing. That's a, that's a great thing is to show the new generation that's growing and giving them experiences so that was absolutely beautiful I love it Hannah I'm going to talk about um, so during set break this kid comes out of, pops up out of nowhere and sits down next to me and he's like how about that for set and I'm like because I stand out you know like dude, I'm the other redhead you know and so Lexi's Le redhead I'm the other redhead so I'm like oh I've probably met him before and I just forgot well I had not met him before he just Apparently thought I looked like someone who would shoot the shit and talk about the first set. He and wasn't, he did. wasn't wrong. He wasn't yeah, wrong. he wasn't wrong. He picked, he picked I don't even know where he came from. I didn't see him um, during the show at all. And we talked about the set, and then come to find out, he and his fiance both live in Cincinnati. And so, like, we go see live music at um, Stanley's and a bunch of the same little clubs there. And so we just had a really wonderful time talking, and that just really stood out as, like, this special thing, because he just literally popped up out of nowhere, and I really needed someone to, like, unpack what we had just been through together, you know? And I think that's just, like, kind of illustrates what our scene is all about. You know, you can turn around to 10 different people who are in your general vicinity during set break and have that conversation, but it just was extra special that we had that Cincinnati connection, so... I love it. I mean, this show was awesome. I had lots of great moments, but I have to say, oftentimes, I, the ladies' room is where I find so many of my great moments that we had. So we went to the ladies' room at set break, and then we had this great conversation with the staff there um, about their work and, like, how we could tip them. And we're like, they need tip jars down here. So it was just a great moment of just, like, camaraderie with other women that work, that were working the show we were going to for fun and... Um, getting to support them and, and have a great fun conversation with them and they were so sweet. So that was a memorable special moment for me yesterday. David, thank you so much for joining us. Any, please let everyone know where they can follow you, find you, you know, support your work, all of the things. Yeah, mostly my, my uh, pictures are posted on Tracer Rock Photography, TRP, mostly on Facebook. Um, so visit that, like that page, and, you know, talking about beautiful things, I love the Goose Chicks podcast, it's so special, um, and, uh, I just want to thank you for having me, I'm honored. 
Thank you, David. We love you so much. Thanks Thank for saying yes. And actually, what I learned earlier today is that if you're from, is it Flash? Flatbush. Flatbush, Brooklyn, you have to be really humble. Because they're both some of the most humble people you will ever meet. You would never know what badasses they are unless you like go out of your way to like research them. So you thank know, you, thank we, you. We let our work speak for itself. That's what we do. Anyways, um, I wanted to give a shout out to our fourth member of our crew, Chelsea, who's not here today, but we love her so much and she'll hear this on the feed. So I just wanted to make sure we shout her out, Chelsea Long. Uh, she's our Midwest correspondent and she was in Chicago two nights ago. So she got to go to that show without us and I know next time we get together, she'll be filling us in and all that. Well, we're gonna transition to talk a little bit about Resonance Music Fest that's coming up next week. We're all gonna be there. We're gonna be covering it as part of Goose Chicks podcast new into the fest series which is really exciting so what are you looking forward to see at resonance besides goose of course yeah so um unfortunately when uh chelsea and i were at scamp i prioritized other bands that were playing when Jim Flamingo was playing because i knew they were going to be at resonance so that's like really high on my priority list i've never seen great blues so i really am excited for that and then, um, honestly, I'm excited to go into the freshwater pool, like, like not pool, like lake area, whatever. Um, we're gonna do a little flotilla. So if you see people getting rowdy on some flotation devices, just yell poop dollar or trash really loud and you can come join us. Good notes. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing pigeons. I've never seen them. It's my first time seeing pigeons. You're gonna so love them. I know, I'm very excited. We have listened to tons of their stuff. I haven't seen them live. I'm really excited about that. Uh, Sun Squabby's another one I've been trying to catch, so I'm excited they're going to be there. Definitely Doom Flamingo. Expect me to act an absolute maniac at that one. And then, yeah, Great Blue will be my first time seeing them as well. So those are my top four, but we'll be moving all around. Um, Lux and I are literally covering the festival, so we'll be doing interviews with fans and with fans. So if you see us and we ask you to come talk to us, be nice and say yes, please. Thank you. Like if you don't too. like what you, the, how the interview goes, we will air it. So yeah, like consent matters. Okay, so my favorite is obviously Goose, but um, I'm really excited to see Doom Flamingo because I haven't seen them, but I've seen other members of their side projects. So I'm super stoked to see them. And I freaking love pigeons. I absolutely love pigeons. Pigeons is who I kind of went off my photography. Like it, it went, so I'm excited to see the guys. and. Great blue. This will be like the second time I've seen them. So I actually have one more person to our one group lit. It's supposed to be really good. They're not my scene, but like all my friends um, from the trash crew are obsessed with them. So I'm definitely gonna catch them too. Awesome. I want to mention that tickets for residents are still on sale for like a couple more days. So if you're still thinking about going, you can still go. Uh, Residencemusicfest.com is the website, and then. Uh, Hannah mentioned a few unique things about uh, Nelson Ledges Quarry Park, which is where it's being held. It's a really unique venue. They have like cliff diving. They have a big body of water that you can swim in and float in. They're going to be doing yoga and workshops each day. They're going to have visual artists over there. I mentioned a couple. Tetra Elemental Design, uh, who's Corey Brown, Professor Rainbow, who's Chance Losher, and also Justin Roberts. Uh, we are going to be covering, as I said, Residents and also Levitate, which Lex and I will both be covering uh, for Into the Fest series. And right now we have two shows up about summer camp. So if you wanted to relive summer camp, 
uh, through the lens of Goose Stitch Podcast. You can check out our feed and check out the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast. Just search Goose Chicks Pod. Um, real quick, I just want to pump up. Corey Brown is my friend, and he does 3D printing. So, like, his art is very unique. You know, I've, I've never seen anyone else do that at a festival. So, definitely check out his art at Resonance. Awesome. We're going to invite Ellie uh, Kremer up. Oh, hold on. Maybe we're going to wait one second. While, while that's happening, I want to give a special shout-out to Tavis from Houseplants. Be- not only because your show was freaking awesome Amazing. last night, everybody was having the best time, but also Travis is who actually made this happen. He made the connect between us and the brewery, and so without him, and also one of these mics is even his. So, I mean, he really helped make this happen. We love you, Travis. Thank you so much for being so supportive of us. Oh, Ta- I said Travis. Um, I said Travis. Oh, and also shout out to your merch uh, person because I had to buy a shirt for my best friend because he forgot to buy one at the last show he was at. And I was taking all these pictures and she probably thought I was like, like, what's wrong with this girl? But I did buy a shirt. I did. It just took us a moment to get to the point where he was like, knew it's what he wanted. Um, but you actually have really awesome merch. I had never seen the rainbow shirt before. So we love Houseplant. We love the Sprouts. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jeff was wearing that on stage last night. Yeah, so very, very cool. Everybody check out Houseplant Jams. Um, just search them online anywhere you go. Look at these two rolling in. Uh, <laughs> so we're just waiting for Ellie to come up here. Anything y'all want to add about Resonance or what you have planned? Like, do you have a plan of attack for the fest? <laughs> well, well, last minute. Like, I just roll with a win. Air is, like, my thing. So wherever the fun takes me is where I roll. So, but I will be by the water at point. Yes. Yeah, so I will be by the water and, and just with my camera around. I'm really excited. I'm so excited about the water, and I've heard, like, it's super clear and absolutely no, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really pumped about that. Really pumped about it. And also, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a PSA. Um, there are, it, there are, it's a quarry park. I mean, there are cliffs. So if you go exploring, please be careful. Please be safe. I'm not a mom, but I feel like a mom sometimes. So I just have to say that um, because, uh, you know, I'm from Ohio. And so you grow up in Ohio sort of hearing horror stories of, like, people being a little too risky. And so be be careful while you're there. I mean, the weather's supposed to be amazing, so I think it'll be really nice to be out in the quarry and the water and everything. Bring your sunscreen, everyone, and any sun protection. Well, yeah, bug spray, sunscreen, all the things. While we're waiting for Ellie, I want to give a special shout-out to Colleen, who organized the Wisteria Lane artist um, uh, space that's in between the... Um, Palace and the Mercury Ballroom. You can. Okay. Um, okay. So. Um, so yeah, with Syrian Lane, I wanted to talk a little bit about that and encourage people to go down there today because there's artists out there. We're doing hard work. We want to support all of them. I did a little live yesterday, just kind of rolling through um, all of the folks there. But what did you? Did you get to talk about to anybody specific? 
Yes, so Chris Acosta and his wife are there with their tacos, and they are absolutely amazing. They came down from Pittsburgh, and um, so also what they do, some people are not able to eat through the day, and that's okay. So they pack up, you know, let them know they pack up tacos at night so you can take them home with you. You can have sustenance after the show, and um, their tacos are amazing, and actually they're feeding the band today. So they have such good food. So I would definitely say go down there and check them out. And check out Levi and, and Kitty and uh, Matt. And there are just, there's so many, and Donda, there's so many vendors. And it's absolutely amazing. And we really need to grow this, guys. So please come out and check it out. And when you see it, like, pop up. Because we need to grow this. We need our own Shakedown Street as Hysteria Lane. So let's do this. And thank you so much, Colleen. Like, we cannot thank you enough. I don't think the people behind the scenes know how much it Colleen does, but she does so much. She puts on so much. She's logistics for everyone. She's really the heart of the community, and we really, really, really appreciate Colleen. She really brought me into, like, the fold when I came into Goose. So, to me, Tavis, Colleen, Noah, they, like, are everything. They're so awesome. So, thank you so much, Colleen and Tavis and everyone. I have a cute Listeria Lane story. Please, do tell. So I was with Kelsey. A lot of y'all know her from Jive Lead Design. She does the boobs, the goose boobs, very artistic. Um, but we were walking around, and she was like, Hannah, you gave me a flask from this vendor. And so I didn't, and I actually don't have her information off the top of my head, but a long, like, like a year or so ago, someone had posted these flasks, that, these goose chicks flasks, and I bought one, but I only drink liquor, so I ended up giving it to Kelsey and her husband, and now they have it, and so it was just like this full circle moment because we were there at Wisteria Lane together, and I didn't even recognize the artwork, and then she did. Um, I'm gonna, um, as we're, I'll, I'll get into a little bit about Ellie. So I met Ellie at um, a New Year's Eve, a Goose New Year's Eve after party, and, um, she is a really awesome painter from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, she makes kind of, I've never seen art like this that's inspired by musicians where, and then she makes prints of it. Um, and so she, um, one really cool thing that she has right now that I encourage you all to check out is she actually made this really cool abstract um, goose, uh, I guess print, and then it has like the summer tour on it. And so it's a really cool summer tour poster if you are interested in getting that. And she's at Wisteria Lane. Um, and then um, one of the cool things I think that's just really fun and interactive about her art is she actually will put little peppers in her art. And then part of the fun is that you go and you see her prints and you look for these peppers. Um, and so uh, my friend who... Um, like drawn peppers? Yeah, well, painted. Yeah, painted. Yeah. Oh. Like, it's really, unless you're actually visually looking at her art, it's hard to know what I'm talking about, but it's almost like everything she paints is so small, it's almost like, where's Waldo? And so you're literally looking for these, these peppers um, in her art, which is a really cool aspect of her art. Um, but she's a huge goose, I mean, what, I don't know if she thinks she's a huge goose fan, but I met her through the goose community because she was, um, she went to New Year's Eve shows and then went to the after party. And so it's just really cool to see, like, an artist who is inspired by the band and then now also being able to bend at some of the, the shows and stuff like that through Mysteria Lane. And so it's just a really full circle moment for, uh, for us. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to mention that tonight... Mr. Please is hosting an after party tonight. 
show. Make sure y'all go check them out. You can go just find them on Instagram and then their link tree. There's a link directly to get tickets. You can also get tickets at the door. Uh, we're all going, so you should go too. It's going to be a good time. I absolutely adore Mr. Please. Um, I want to close out the show. First of all, thank y'all for coming so much. We cannot thank y'all enough for just even showing up. I was jokingly telling people to like treat this like breakfast. Like, get up at like one and then mosey on over here. So I'm glad to see that you all took us up on that offer. We want to thanks again to our amazing host here at Country Boy Brewing. And congratulations on the opening of your Louisville tap room. Um, this week, they did their uh, ribbing cutting yesterday, and we want to give a special thanks to Sean and Mason and Pete, who helped us get this show up and running literally in like six days. They said we could just get whatever we needed and make it happen, and if you want to learn more, you can go to countryboardbrewing.com. Um, yeah, then you want to talk about Siri Lane? Um, well, I, so, so the Siri Lane is literally happening right now. Um, and so Ellie could not get away from her booth. She actually sent friends to uh, make sure we knew what was going on, um, which is kind of cool because she actually sent multiple friends. So we have more people in the audience. So thank you for that. Um, but please go see her art. She's such an amazing, kind soul. And um, I'm going to buy one of her uh, tour posters. So um, check her out for sure. Um, and yeah. I'm yeah, that's going to 8 p.m. tonight. So it's literally, you can... Get some food here, get a couple beers, head on over that way, do some shopping and still have time to bring your stuff back to the um, hotel wherever you're staying and then come in for the show. It's a seated show, y'all. No line. Just do what you want all day. Let's go. Um, we also have a new series included in addition to um, Into the Fest, which is our Gonna Turn It Up Some series dedicated to my favorite goose song, Fatch. Uh, Tana, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so um, we are very excited that our um, we have our episode airing soon. Um, oh, yeah, uh, oh, sorry, the houseplant episode is up now. So uh, we love houseplant so much. Sorry, I was getting ready to come out, but it is up. And um, so we got to sit down and talk to those guys, and they were so kind and gracious to join us. And for me, it was really interesting because I learned more about, like, maybe what it might be like to be a musician, performing professionally all the time, and writing music. So it's a really awesome episode. Um, I'm really excited for you all to, to listen to that. Um, and then we look forward to doing that with other uh, bands because one thing that's so special about our community is, like, we love sharing bands with each other and listening to new bands. And so that's kind of where the um, vision for that Turn It Up sub-series came from. So look out for some other up-and-coming bands to be on that show. Um, Mr. Please is coming up. And then we just started a Google Doc between the four of us where we're all kind of plugging some of the bands that we see in our cities where we live so that we can share that with you all. And then when you're in town for a Goose show, you can check out the band that's doing the after party in, in any given city and you'll already know their music and know how awesome they are. So that's really exciting. And then we know that some of you are going to be here tomorrow. So we wanted to... Um, sort of plug something that the brewery that is, was kind of to host us that they're doing. So tomorrow is the Kentucky Craft Bash. You can learn more at KentuckyCraftBash.com. Uh, but it's on, it, at a park on the waterfront. They have six, over 60 beer vendors from Kentucky, which I was like, wow, that's so many. Kentucky bugs when it comes to beer. And um, 
part of the proceeds will actually go to, I think it's like a nonprofit or like some sort of like conglomeration that all the local brewers have where basically they work to uh, pass better beer laws in the state, which is really, really awesome. So this is like created and put on by brewers, only Kentucky brewers, and then proceeds will go to this good cause. Because um, we, yeah, we like beer here. Um, so if you are still here, check that out, and we can post a link if you want to know more about where that is and how to get there and everything. Um, yeah. All right. So we, um, everyone check out. We dropped our very first merch drop, and that has everything from hoodies to T-shirts to dresses, fanny packs, bucket hats, and these crop-type tank tops that we're all having on. Visit our website at goosechicks.pod. Um, or goosechickspod.com to grab an item. Um, also, follow us, follow us on all socials. You can check us out at goosechickspod or, um, or goosechickspodcast. Uh, update some more and follow us online. Make sure you follow us so you can see what's coming up and what we're going to be doing and, and all the different things that we have going on. We have a lot going on. It's, it's we exciting. Sure do. We're very, very busy. <laughs> very busy. Um, I also would say if you have a band that you'd like us to feature, I'm going to turn it up some. Just DM us on any of our socials. We're happy to add them in the mix and, um, and talk with them. We're going to be talking with Camera Street Company that Luke has introduced us to soon um, and some other folks. So definitely. Don't we have like Eggy and Dogs yeah, in the Eggie, pile? We dogs. have a lot we of have bands coming up. So, yeah. so y'all will enjoy it. Yeah, it's like going to be a good band, Small bands. Yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be, be fun. really fun. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, thanks again for joining us. Remember, be kind to each other out there. Keep it head. And we'll see you guys tonight at the show. We love y'all. Thank you so much. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.